Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. For more information and to donate online, go to 3cr.org.au. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Welcome to Out of the Blue. You are tuned to 855 AM 3CR Community Radio. My name is Donna and I'll be taking you through the next half hour with all your marine news from the week, plus a few events and probably try and sneak in a poem as well. Stay tuned. This is 855 AM 3CR. I'm Philippe Cousteau from Earth Echo International, and you're listening to Out of the Blue, 855 AM, 3CR's Marine and Ocean News Program. That you are. Thanks, Philippe. And thank you, Earth Matters, for another fabulously produced show. Before we get started, um, I would just like to acknowledge the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, traditional owners of the land from which we transmit people-powered radio here on 3CR, and also acknowledge that this land was never ceded. Just me in the studio today and my little dog who's sitting on my lap who insisted on coming along. Um, I'm Donna and you're listening to Out of the Blue on 855 AM 3CR Community Radio or you may be listening online at 3cr.org.au or you may be listening to our podcast at a future date in time. It's Sunday the 1st of September today, the first day of spring. Top of 16 degrees today with scattered showers around Melbourne. Um, it's also we're also in the middle of Jibla, the um, our indigenous season where it's uh, known as sort of our wet days, our clear cold nights, pleasant warm days, a wind, windy season, and a transitional season between the cooler months of what uh, Western society knows as winter and the warmer months that we know as summer as well. So. 
Welcome to the show. I'm going to start with a few uh, news headlines for you. Uh, Probably the biggest news this week is straight out of the uh, Great Barrier Reef, um, where a report has a long-term outlook of very poor for the Great Barrier Reef. And for the first time, the long-term outlook for the Great Barrier Reef has been downgraded to very poor by the federal government with the impacts of climate change deteriorating its overall health. The evidence-based report written by the Great Barrier Reef Marine Park Authority using more than 1,000 scientific reports was described by its chairman Ian Pointer as sobering findings. The five-yearly report said climate change is escalating and is the most significant threat to the Great Barrier Reef's long-term survival. The report also noted that the current rate of global warming will not allow the maintenance of a healthy reef for future generations. And there's several significant uh, factors that impact the reef, which I'll I'll mention in a few minutes. Um, So experts said that strong mitigation actions within the next decade are necessary um, and that the downgraded outlook status comes after back-to-back coral bleaching events, cyclones and record-breaking warm weather, which all of this particularly affects the northern part of the reef, which had previously been considered as pristine. Uh, Experts said the decline will continue unless there is urgent and coordinated action to curb greenhouse gas emissions. And the findings come on the same day that the federal government released its quarterly emissions data for the first three months of 2019. It shows that pollution for the year to March rose by 0.6% and Australian emissions have risen for five years in a row. And also recently, the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change warns the world must virtually eliminate coal power stations by 2040 or face dire consequences. And this includes the complete loss of the Great Barrier Reef. Um, So a few of the different uh, factors and impacts that are really uh, noting that are being affected or are affecting the Great Barrier Reef include um, coral bleaching and cyclones, which have caused significant harm in recent years. So sea temperature extremes have caused successive mass bleaching events in 2016 and 17, which have led to unprecedented and widespread coral loss and flow-on effects to fish and invertebrate communities. According to the report, 50% of the reef has been exposed to destructive waves from six tropical cyclones since 2014. As, as an example, six reefs were surveyed following Cyclone Debbie in 2017 um, and they showed an average of 70% loss of coral, at, coral cover at two metres and 64% loss at depth, depths of five metres. And in some area, the areas, the loss was as high as 98%, which is beyond significant Um, and further the report said that while the reef's value as a world heritage area remained intact its integrity is now deteriorating the united nations will be receiving a condensed version of the report in december later this year and so it can determine if the reef's health has improved enough since 2014 in order to retain its cultural heritage status. So there's a bit on the line, not just environmentally, um, but as a world stage as well. Um, there's also been, uh, or pollution loads are also a, a factor really influencing the health of the reef um, as poor, co- poor water quality continues to affect many inshore areas of the reef. Um, and researchers note that improvement targets have not been met. 
The report found that reduction of pollutant loads has been slow, reflecting modest improvements in agricultural and land management practices. Um, and the federal, the federal and Queensland governments have also released the Reef Report Card for 2017-18. And while this shows that some improvements have been made to land management practices, it also says that more work is urgently needed in this area. <clears throat> um, and of course, the Crown of Thorns starfish is having significant impact on the Great Barrier Reef. Um, it's still experiencing experiencing an outbreak of the star starfish, which began back in 2010 and com- continues to be graded as very poor. These um, starfish, these marine pests, are difficult to manage. <clears throat> Excuse me, and coupled with coral bleaching, have led to a decline in coral cover, and the impact of those starfish is so severe that even if the corals are not affected by other disturbances, outbreaks can take at least 10 years to recover from. Um, and in years to come, that recovery is expected to obviously be further slowed down by impacts from other stresses, including climate change um, and <clears throat> recovery from cyclones and all those other factors that I mentioned. So it's quite a... It's quite an intense report um, and we'll put a link to it and the news articles on our Out of the Blue Facebook page so you can um, have a have a deeper read and more of a look. But, yeah, it's kind of scary stuff and I guess, you know, we've just heard from Earth Matters um, speaking not just today but in other weeks as well about the Adani coal mine and the impacts that will have on, on our climate, um, digging up that coal and using it and, yeah, it really um, – it's a really tricky space we're in at the moment, I guess, with all of this um, coal mine and economy. And but our environment is truly suffering from the burning of coal, um, and we, we're seeing that everywhere and so obviously now. Um, and with this Great Barrier Reef report finding that climate change is having such a significant impact, um, kind of got to start asking some more questions. I think. We're going to jump to a song now um, and I'll be back with a few more news headlines right after this. I tumble out of bed and I stumble to the kitchen I pour myself a cup of ambition I yawn and stretch and try to come to life Then I jump in the shower and the blood starts pumping Out on the street the traffic starts jumping With folks like me on the job from nine to five Working nine to five You're just a step on the boss man's ladder But you got dreams he'll never take away And you're in the same boat with a lot of your friends Waiting for the day your ship will come in The tide's gonna turn and it's all gonna roll your way
Okay, so this is Shebop. And so is this. And this. Shebop, a program that explores feminist issues. Beginning September 2nd, tune in Mondays, 10.30am for a show where only women get to speak, but everyone can listen. Amazing. I can't wait to tune in to Shebop starting tomorrow morning. Uh, welcome back to Out of the Blue. You are tuned to 855 AM 3CR Community Radio or you're streaming online 3cr.org.au. Um, before that uh, intro to Shebop, a new show starting on 3CR tomorrow morning, uh, Monday the 2nd of September, you heard the fabulous Dolly Parton with 9 to 5. I adore that woman. I think she's super cool and I love her. Her music and she's just got such great vibes. Um, someone else with awesome vibes who is an awesome woman is Greta Thunberg who has arrived in New York. Um, so Swedish climate activist Greta Thunberg, Thunberg sorry, has arrived or arrived on Wednesday in to New York um, after completing her 14-day voyage across the Atlantic in a zero-carbon yacht. Hundreds of cheering supporters gathered at a marina in Lower Manhattan um, on a grey and drizzly afternoon to welcome the 16-year-old who has inspired school children around the world to go on strike to raise attention about climate change. She said there is a fight across borders and across continents after docking. Um, and she also, she's been documenting her voyage on social media and uh, has been also following the catastrophic fires in the Amazon, which were also covered this morning by Latin American Update, um, noting that it's a clear sign that we need to stop damaging nature and our war against nature must end here, here. So Greta set sail from Plymouth in Britain two weeks ago on the Malaysia 2, a yacht fitted with solar panels and underwater turbines to generate energy. Um, so Thunberg does not travel by plane because of its environmental impact and she is in New York to protest with other students outside the United Nations headquarters on Friday before speaking to global leaders at a UN climate summit next month. The yacht was skippered by German sailor Boris Hermann and Pierre Kazagiri, a son of Princess Caroline of Monaco. Um, so we'll put some, uh, I'm sure we'll be following that and other shows on 3CR will also be following um, that UN summit as well and be reporting on some of the findings from that to, to all of our listeners as well. Um, switching up to some whale news now. Um, so the, an aerial survey covering thousands of kilometres in a light plane is documenting the remarkable recovery of the southern right whale since the whaling days of the 1800s and early 1900s. Um, increased whale sightings near Albany on West Australia's south coast in the 1970s led biologist John Bannister to begin an aerial survey in 1976 to observe their recovery. And now each year, Jenny Schmidt and Andrew Halsall embark on an adventure from Fremantle in WA to Sejuna in South Australia to record their whale numbers for the West Australian Museum. Leader of the Australian Marine Mammal Centre at the Australian Antarctic Division, Mike Double, says when the first survey first began, the total count of whales was sometimes less than 10. By the mid-1990s, however, surveys were seeing about 90 mums and calves and now about three or 400 across the aerial survey. 
Their observations this this year, this time, um, include a very big shark and a large leatherback sea turtle, humpback whales and southern right whales. Um, Mike Double says there were about 10,000 southern right whales in Australia before whaling dramatically reduced their numbers and that the right whale got its name because it was the right, and I say that in inverted commas, whale to hunt. This year, the team counted about 560 southern right whales along the southern Australian coastline. So good news there that whale numbers appear to be inclining or growing, getting bigger and recovering from um, the whaling whaling efforts of the 1800s and, and 1900s and great that we don't do that anymore. I'm going to jump to another song now. This is... Cover My Eyes by LaRue.
Red alert. Numbers are needed at the Japurung Heritage Protection Embassy camps immediately. Sacred birthing trees on Japurung country need protecting. Over 50 generations have been born on these sites and the birthing trees themselves are 800 years old. These trees are being protected from the Victorian Labor Party's planned highway extension that is set to destroy this sacred dreaming landscape. The cops are coming with eviction orders very soon. The campaign to protect country is led by Japarang traditional owners who are calling on people from all walks of life for support. You can help by joining traditional owners at the camp on Japarang country near Ararat or by donating and putting pressure on Daniel Andrews to protect this sacred land. Visit dwembassy.com for more information and updates. No trees, no treaty. Welcome back. You are tuned to 855 AM 3CR Community Radio or you're listening online at 3cr.org.au. My name's Donna and this is Out of the Blue, your weekly marine news program, all things ocean, all things the deep blue sea. A few events coming up, which I'm just going to let you all know about. The annual Bayside Earth Scientists Oh my gosh, let me start that again. The annual Bayside Earth Sciences Society, Inc. and Marine Education Science and Community Centre have their annual fossil expo coming up in a couple of weekends' time. So the event is being held at the Beaumaris Motor Yacht Squadron Squadron in Beaumaris on Saturday the 14th of September from 10am till 2.30pm. And it's a gold coin donation entry and you can book at www.trybooking.com forward slash b-e-q-c-k and you can also bring along any fossils you have that you would like to be identified and there's talks by um, uh, James Rule from Monash University and Museums Victoria um, Ben ah oh, Ben's been on our show now that I'm reading this Bran Caselli um, from Beaumaris Fossils and Museums Melbourne. Um, and there's networking, identification, lots of stuff. So if you're into your fossils, um, head on down to the Beaumaris Motor Yacht Squadron on Saturday the 14th of September with your fossils as well. Um, also... Friday the 20th of September at Treasury Gardens in Melbourne from 2pm till 4pm. School students around the state, around the country, around the world are inviting everyone to join in for their biggest ever global climate strike. Um, They are inviting school students and people who work, people who don't work, any people, all people are welcome to come on down and strike for our climate. Um, They want to take the movement to the next level. Um, So they're inviting you to take the day off work, invite your friends, workmates, families, anyone come along and join that global climate strike on Friday the 20th of September at Treasury Gardens. Um, another event, Spring Clean in the City. Um, so that is being run by our beach patrol groups. Um, CBD location at Queensbridge Square between 9am and 11.30am on Saturday, Saturday, the 21st of September. Yeah, so that's a busy weekend. Climate strike on Friday and Spring Clean in the City on the Saturday following. Um, and that is to highlight the need for action on single-use disposable plastic items um, and also occurring on World Cleanup Day. Very appropriate. Um, And I'm going to finish today's show with a poem that I came across yesterday. Um, It's by Emily Dickinson, who um, 
Despite her reclusive tendencies, this didn't stop her from roaming far and wide in her mind and writing this poem about the ocean, which she'd actually never seen, which was quite interesting. Um, So here it goes. It's called I Started Early, Took My Dog by Emily Dickinson. I started early, took my dog and visited the sea. The mermaids in the basement came out to look at me and frigates in the upper floor extended hempen hands, presuming me to be a mouse, aground upon the sands. But no man moved me till the tide went past my simple shoe and past my apron and my belt and past my bodice too and made as he would eat me up as holy as a Jew upon a dandelion sleeve And then I started too. And he, he followed close behind. I felt his silver heel upon my ankle. Then my shoes would overflow with pearl. Until we met the solid town, no one he seemed to know. And bowing with a mighty look at me, the sea withdrew. Just a poem there from Emily Dickinson and her dog, just as a little fact, his name was Carlo. So thank you everyone for listening to today's show. My name's Donna um, and this has been Out of the Blue for another Sunday morning. Um, Up next is Sally with Out of the Pan and I hope you have a fantastic Sunday and a great first day of spring. Thank you so much for listening. Help 3CR support the rights of Indigenous Australians. They mean to save our culture and save our dreams, our footprints, dreams, our songline and keep our culture going strong. Of course, a lot of the Aboriginals, having been stolen, were put into state care and also others were. The recognition of what our people have been through in the last 200 years, the recognition of our culture in the last 40,000 years and the recognition of where we are heading into the future. Welcome to uh, Survival Day, Invasion Day. 223 years ago, the white man landed on our shores. Subscribe to 3CR and help keep Indigenous voices on air. Call us on 941983 or visit 3cr.org.au. Subscribe now.